Welcome to Larry Reads America. Uh, this is our second podcast for Batesville High School seniors, and I hope everyone enjoyed the first one because uh, had some remarkable students on the first one, and we have some remarkable students on the second one. So, without further ado, uh, we're going to get started. And with uh, Taylor Blanton, introduce yourself. And My name's Taylor Blanton. <laughs> I'm a high school senior at Batesville High School. I'm involved in NHS academic team. Okay, are you from Batesville originally? Yeah. Okay, so you've been through the school system. Yep. Okay, and um, parents are from Batesville or... Yeah, so we live in Oldenburg. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll am i come back to you shortly. Okay, um, you go by Addie? Yeah. Okay, Addie, introduce yourself. Um, so I'm Addie Limo. I'm a senior at Batesville High School. Um, I'm not, I'm like from East Central more. I'm from Bright area. And then moved to Batesville in the intermediate, to the intermediate school. Yeah. Okay, Jack. My name is Jack Runkemeyer, and I'm a senior at Batesville High School, and I play uh, baseball and basketball. I'm I'm originally from here, but my dad's from more East Central, and my mom's from North Decatur area. Okay, okay. So Taylor, I'm I'm looking at uh, this little cheat sheet that uh, Andy Allen sent me, and your hobbies are reading, baking, traveling, academics, Batesville, Kiwanis Scholarship, a Scholastic Award recipient. Uh, you will graduate with academic and technical honors as well as my associate's degree in business administration certificate. Uh, you're on the National Honor Society, science academic team captain, math tutor, Varsity Swim, started flight school in June 2022, your first solo flight August 2022, currently have 35 flight hours, projected to finish flight school by July 2024, and you're going to attend University of Purdue to study professional flight technology so you're definitely an underachiever right <laughs> so, so anyhow uh, but before we get into the scholastic let, let's talk about the aviation first uh, is this a family thing no I'm actually the first in my family to like ever fly a plane okay what possessed you um, I don't really know it kind of started when I was young I kind of went through a bunch of different like career options. I really wanted to be like like an aviation engineer, like aerospace engineer, and I wanted to build rockets. Yeah. And then I kind of realized that was not going to happen. And one day I was like, you know what? I think it'd be fun to fly a plane. And when did you start thinking about that? At how, what age? I was 15. 15. <laughs> well, by the way, I have a grandson who's an aeronautical engineer. So, mm -hmm. at, so at 15, 
And when you told your parents this, what did they say? Uh, they were actually very supportive, which was very surprising to me. I was, was a little 15-year-old, like, I want to fly a plane. And they were like, okay. Yeah. So did you go to, like, Harrison there? Yeah, so I fly out of Cincinnati West, which is in Harrison. Yeah. And uh, so what were you trained on? Uh, it's all single engine, small planes. Yeah, with Piper? Yeah, so I fly a Cessna. Cessna, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's get back to your, okay, your hobby. Let's, let's take reading, for instance. What do you like to read? Uh, mostly, mostly mysteries and, like, murder mysteries. I'm really big into those. Favorite author? Agatha Christie. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. Good reading. Uh, baking. Yeah, so I've been baking since I was like ten years old. I do a lot of custom cakes, and I have like a separate Instagram page. It's like all about baking. Are you doing the custom cakes as a hobby, or are you selling them? Uh, I do sell them. Do you? Yeah. Okay. And what wedding cakes, birthday cakes? Or um, never done a wedding cake, but I do a lot of birthday cakes and like holiday themes. Okay, and it's out of your house. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. So how social media is that how you're? Yeah. This? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Traveling. <laughs> Love to travel. As a pilot, it's a lot of fun, but I kind of want to just see the world, see what's all out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now on. Your National Honor Society, science academic team captain, and math tutor. Now, with, with, with your academics, and how did you choose between those and wanting to fly planes? And, and you know, how did, and in other words, you obviously have the smarts that you could teach or do whatever you wanted to do. Uh, is it just the fact that you just love flying? Is that, and not even considering the other ones? Yeah, so I, I had like an interest in like ASL and like all the sign language. And then I kind of researched more into that and realized I'm very hands-on and really like physics and math. And that just kind of correlated into my love of flying. And then I just decided that was my career. That was your career. Okay. So, uh, how did you, I, I, are there other universities besides, I'm sure there are besides Purdue that have flight technology? Yeah, so there's not very many in Indiana. Purdue's the, like, biggest one in mm -hmm. Indiana. Um, I applied to Eastern Kentucky University, which is also a top-rated aviation. There's also Ohio State and a few in, like, Florida. Okay, okay. Well, I'll get back to you. Okay, uh, Addie, you're next. Okay, it says here, freshman year, one in kick. I don't, I don't know what kick is. Uh, I'm old-fashioned, what's kick? So each year we do a bunch of different categories for dance. Um, there's kick, hip-hop, open, lyrical. And kick is really like, it's a routine that's a kick line, if that makes sense. So majority of the dance is kicking. It's very exhausting, but it's really fun. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went to a grandson's 
wedding reception this past Saturday, and that headbanging music, I just can't get into it. I, I'm still in the 50s and 60s, so I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so, in one in kick, lyrical, and jazz at Batesville Regional, the team won in kick at state. Sophomore year, which is growth year, starting coaching the Batesville Intermediate dance team. Tell us about that. Yeah, so my freshman year, I started going to the intermediate school. We call them our mini dogs. They're like little tiny dancers. Um, I started going and coaching and like spreading what I know so that they can grow as they get older. So like the technique I know is starting at a younger age. Because when I was in intermediate school, we didn't have that team. So to have it now, like to be able to go and like show what I know and give that information off is really important to me. So I continue to do that, and um, actually this year I'm doing the Batesville Middle School, which is uh, a step higher just because they tend to know more. So to go and share my knowledge is really just something I hope I can continue to do. Okay. And it says here in your junior year, the dance team won in three or four categories, kick, open, lyrical, at the Centerville, Ohio Regional. The team won state in the open category. Uh, competed in a duet with another team member and won the state with a continued coach in Batesville intermediate dance team. Okay. When at this competition, how many were entered? How many schools were entered into this? I honestly have no clue. So regionals normally tend to be bigger because they actually bring in schools from Indiana, right. Ohio, Michigan. Um, state, I'd say there's, for the duet, there's probably around eight to ten other duets, and then in open, I believe there's about five or six. At the Centerville, Ohio Regional? Uh, Centerville had a lot of teams. I could not tell you how many. Oh, they better not. Yeah. So, you won in three or four categories. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. So... Senior year became the captain of the dance team, and you've been in contact with multiple coaches for dance, but the main goal is to dance at Butler University. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you said so you've already committed to Butler? I have not, actually. Okay. Um, I applied, I got in, but tryouts for their team aren't until April, so okay. it's a ways away, but I'm most likely going to Butler. Okay. And uh, Butler's a great school. I yes. Mean, and, and you currently have an offer from Fontabon University in St. Louis. Yeah, in St. Louis, Missouri. So their coach contacted me about a month ago. Um, they're in the middle of recruitment process. So we'll see how that goes. But Is this a small university? It's smaller, yeah. It's a D2, but so. An option. Yeah, yeah, that's great, great. And uh, you start coaching, All-American team member. Okay, so are you planning after college and everything, making a career out of dancing or? Um, not really, just because I have like other goals with my academics, I guess. Okay, well, what, what are what are you thinking about as um, far as majoring in? So I plan to major in chemistry on a pre-med track. 
and then continue on to med school and eventually hopefully become an anesthesiologist. I don't know how we get, why are we getting all these underachievers? <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> okay, I'll get back to you. Uh, Jack, let's, let me read your cheat sheet that Andy sent me. Played football, baseball, and basketball growing up. Parents have always pushed me to uh, be my best and do what I want in life. They always said do what makes you happy and don't do it to make them happy. That's good thinking. Decided that football wasn't something I loved to play, so I just played baseball and basketball from the fifth grade through high school. Won many awards with each sport. Won Ripley County Tournament, was all county team last year for baseball. Won baseball sectionals my freshman year and been all conference for three years so far. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Baseball has always been my number one sport. Have played all over, won a lot of tournaments with travel baseball. Started getting college interest a little bit my sophomore year, but mainly my junior year. Normal. Started to realize that pitching was my thing around my junior year, so I started to focus more on pitching. What's your out pitch? My like punch out pitch that I go to. What what your if you want to strike somebody out? What's your out pitch? Um. I. I don't know. I feel. It's probably my curveball to be honest, okay. but. I throw a lot of fastballs, four seam, two seam. Well, your arm will last longer. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, what, how, how, what's your uh, speed? Are you up to in the 90s? Yeah, I top 90, 91. That's but good. sit 88, 89. Okay. And uh, played on Indiana, Team Indiana Fall Fall, won the senior year. Went to Jupiter, Florida, and that's when Northwestern saw me pitch. So are you going to Northwestern? Yes, I am. I Scholarship? Signed. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, I When I was in the service, I pitched for two years for Army Atlantic, and I was just wondering, that's why I asked about your out pitch, because I, I hit a... I hit a couple, once I got two strikes on somebody, I hit a couple. Yeah, what was yours? Well, on a left-hander, what I would do, I'd, I'd break curveballs on his wrist. I'd yeah. get two strikes on him. And I think they call it now backdoor slider. In my yeah, day, yeah. it was a screwball. <laughs> and it'd come right down and it'd break outside. And he uh, he, he would move away from the plate, left hand move away from the plate while I was breaking a curveball on him. And then that screwball was just hard on your arm. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was it was a great out pitch for a left-hander, yeah. and uh, I had a, I had a good I was, I was 92 to 94 miles an hour fastball, but uh, on a right-handed hitter, if I got two strikes on him, I'd always throw pitch right about neck high, yep. and then I'd do him and I'd bring it down a little bit. And they'd usually go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and you just can't catch up with a high fastball. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. I do, I do so, that too. Like, sometimes I'll start high, and if they swing, I just keep climbing the ladder until they eventually don't. Yeah. 
or I strike them out. So yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and you know the the neat thing is, you know, I, I watch baseball today, and uh, the the batters. If they go in a slump, they're always if trying to change your swing. Yeah. And I, you probably won't know this, but Pete Rose, and he never changed his swing. Yeah. But Pete Rose would change positions in the batter's box. And based on, if the guy was a curveball fit pitcher, He'd move up and try and catch it before it broke all the way. Yeah. Fastball where he'd get as far back yeah. in the box as he could. But, you know, just a little tidbit of information. So, uh, a- after high school and going to college, uh, you have any aspirations of being a pro or not? Yeah, I'm, that'd be nice. I'm just kind of seeing where things go, obviously. Yeah. But if I have the opportunity, I'm going to take it. So, I mean, is your control good enough? Because yeah. everybody's got a good fastball today. Yeah. I mean, everybody's bigger. And that. Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, the difference in a AAA player and a major leaguer, it's all about control. Yeah. And that was never my forte. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Let's, let's get back to Taylor. Uh, so, Art, when... When you, what job opportunities like when you get out of, uh, when you graduate from Purdue with flight technology, uh, when you say in flight technology, are you going to be getting any more hours flying like twin engines or, or up? Yeah, so professional flight technology is basically what they just call their airline pilot major. Okay. So in college, I will earn all of my ratings and license to become an airline pilot. So when I graduate college, I will be an airline pilot. Seriously? Yeah. So you, you actually get you get to fly the big boys, big jets? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And does Purdue own their own planes? So, they own their own, like, small engine and twin engine planes. When you get to, like, the Boeings, they use simulators, all the flight schools do. So, actually, the first time that I will fly, like, a Boeing 737 will be with passengers in it on my first day of the job. You're kidding me. Yeah. (laughs) What? Oh, such an underachiever. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, is, is this a four-year, just a four-year course? Yeah, it's a four-year. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you had your choice, when you, I presume you're going to fly for an airline. Yeah. Uh, you know, the overseas pilots, that's the big bucks, or is that what you're looking for? Or? Yeah, so I'd like to fly, like, dream goal be Delta or United mm-hmm. as major airline carriers. Okay. Yeah. And would you prefer domestic flights or international? Um, I think in the beginning, like, beginning of my career, I'd prefer international, but as I would get older, I would prefer more domestic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay. Okay, Addy. So, uh, 
When you graduate, what what job opportunities do you see for yourself? So, like, when I graduate from... College. From college. Well, so I have to go through a four-year program first at Butler on a pre-med track and then go to med school. And once I finish med school, then I'll be, like, a general doctor. Okay. Any you, preference in med schools? Um, probably IU, but okay. not sure. Okay, yeah. Um... So once I finish med school, I'm a, a general doctor, and then you have to go into like an internship, and you have to decide which field you're going into. So I'll be doing anesthesiology, so you have to do four years of that as well, and then get a license. Four years? Four years of residency, yeah. Wow. So it's 12 years altogether. It's a long time, but I personally think it's worth it, and there's... I'm sure there's plenty of other job opportunities to have along the way with getting into med school. It's like, once I get out of med school, like, you get paid during a residency, so mm-hmm. that's what's nice. And I can also see, like, all of the different other options I have in case anesthesiology is just not for me. But as of right now, the goal is to go and be an anesthesiologist. Could change to be a nurse anesthetist, which is, like, the nursing assistant to um, an anesthesiologist. Jim, Jim Doyle's a good friend of mine who... He was a nurse anesthetist at uh, Morgan Mary. Yeah. So and so, uh, why why that area? Um, I love chemistry and anesthesiology is a lot of chemistry, a lot of math, and I also want to. I like. I know I want to go into the med field, and it kind of just incorporates all of those aspects. So I think it's what's best for me, mm-hmm. but. We'll see. And where would, if you had your choice of, where would you like to do your residency? That is something I've not really researched quite yet. Um, That's a hard question. Most likely would like to stay around Indiana, so a hospital in Indianapolis, Bloomington, or Cincinnati would be ideal, but not sure quite yet. Okay. Okay, Jack. Let's say you don't hit the majors. <laughs> what's your What's your next choice? So I'm going to Northwestern for PT school. So okay. that's something I would like to do if the MLB don't work out. So basically, you want to be a teacher? No, physical therapist. Oh, oh, uh, Pete. I'm sorry, physical therapist. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is that a four-year course? It's four plus three, so four years three, in undergrad, yeah. and then PT school for three. So you get a basically get a master's in. It's I think it changed to a doctorate actually. It's a doctorate yeah. after three. Wow. Yeah. So, so your parents have called you Doctor Jack. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, again, if, if that happens. Uh, where where would be your choice to I, I guess it's it, this is all schooling but where would you would you like to practice in Batesville or big city or where do you what are you thinking of um actually I'm thinking of staying in sports so hopefully if possible getting on like a sports team an MLB team or any college team so that would be my ideal just because I don't know you make probably make more money in like something bigger than just staying locally in Batesville. Really? 
Yeah, so if you're going, like, probably a bigger city or something that has more money, yeah. you're probably going to... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you you got to have some cash, so... Yeah, and I just feel like I'd get more opportunities in going something like that and staying locally. Okay. Okay. Do the three of you have any questions to ask each other? Just remind me not to be on the first flight that Taylor flies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's low. <laughs> oh, just, uh, well, when that happens, I probably won't be alive, so I won't be on your flight anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, how about, do you three know each other real well, or? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say real well, but we know each other from school. school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And similar activities or anything? Or... No? No, no not just really. from school. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if your eyesight obviously is 2020 at least. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, the reason I asked that, a, a good friend of mine, he was an overseas pilot um, years ago, and uh, he had to retire because he had, he had reading glasses. Mm. And he, had a, he actually had to retire. He, he was with, uh, it's no longer in existence, Pan American, but a uh, uh, good guy, and he went into a, he had a wonderful photography business after that. So he... He put his hobby to work for him. So, uh, well, I'm trying to think. We had, we covered a lot in the first. First, uh, you have know, any questions at all for each other or anything? No. no. So, are 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 what are what do your parents think Jack what do your parents think about you as far as pursuing baseball or they love it yeah. my dad we've always grown up a sports family yeah. especially baseball my mom loves baseball my dad loves baseball we uh we actually have a batting cage in the upstairs of my barn of my house your kid yeah <laughs> so and my dad's always grown up teaching me baseball and Teaching other kids baseball yeah. too, so they love it. So, right-handed pitcher. Yeah. Right-handed hitter. Yeah, okay. but I won't only go to college to pitch. I yeah. Won't, I won't hit. Well, I I had a rude awakening. Uh, my my first year playing in Army Atlantic, uh, the manager w- w- wasn't very good, and I, unfortunately, because what what happened, I would. I would pitch, and once in a while I play third base. So, on my second year there, we had a manager who blew his arm out playing professional baseball, and his uh, his cousin Jim Gentile played for the uh, Baltimore Orioles, was first baseman. But anyway, he was a major, and he managed a team. So. The first day in our spring training, this was in the canal zone. Yeah. And I mean, we had two seasons, rainy and dry seasons. So, I mean, it was never 
I was never below 72, and uh, I pitched in games that was 100 yeah. degrees, but yeah. it's uh, very humid. But anyhow, he came to me, and he says, uh, you going to pitch or play third base? I said, well, I'm going to pitch. Okay. So my spring training consisted, and I was a good hitter, but uh, everybody was pitching. We'd start out the day, we'd sprint 100 yards and walk 100 yards, did that 10 times. Then we'd shag flies in the outfield. Batting practice consisted of three swings and six bunts. <laughs> that was it. Then we'd go back again, sprint 100 yards, walk 100 yards, 10 more times. And because, you know, and I'm, I'm sure somebody's told you now, that in pitching, you know, your arm doesn't go first. You know, the, the yeah. first problem is your stomach. You have to yeah. keep hydrated and eat. The second's your legs. Because yeah. if your legs are tired, you, you, you tend to bring the ball up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, the one thing, and he, he was a totally different kind of coach, no messing around. And uh, I was never in that kind of shape in my life because when you're, when you're sprinting 2,000 yards and walking 2,000 yards every day, five days a week, you tend to get in shape. Yeah. And I don't know if they do anything like that now. Or I don't really know what they do, but it's definitely going to be an eye-opener for sure. Yeah. Just so, coming from high school where you don't do much of anything like that and oh, you're really? constantly doing other things so you don't have time. But when you go to college for baseball, that's all you're going to focus on. So. Well, how did you keep your legs in shape? How I don't know. I think it was a combination of playing basketball and lifting too. That's, okay. I don't want to say this, but mo a lot of the reason I play basketball is to stay in shape. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's good. I'm 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 still trying. <laughs> it's not working too well for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other comments? How about comments for underclassmen? That something that would help them, because I'm sure some are going to be listening to the podcast. Yeah. So my advice to underclassmen would probably be just. Try your best in all of your classes because you never know your, what you're going to, like, find out you're good at. And don't put so much pressure on finding out what you're going to do after high school. Like, it'll naturally come about. Mm -hmm. And how about lifelong friends established? You have lifelong friends yeah, in high school? Yeah, I definitely do. Okay. Favorite subject, favorite teacher? Favorite subject probably be... Physics or math. Um, oh, favorite teacher. Mm. Mm. You can have more than one. You won't, and I'm sure you're not going to solve anybody by mm. not being on top of your I'm list. Not. I really like Mr. Hepner. Um, Mr. Hughes. Just people yeah. that like influence Eric me. Eric Hepner. Yeah. Yeah. He's been on my podcast before. So he's a good guy. In fact, he's been on a couple times. 
Okay. Words of wisdom. Um, obviously everything Taylor said. And then I say don't just focus on stuff in school. Focus on stuff out of school. Really, like, get to know who you are as a person because that's where you really, like, develop into your own character. Um, other than that, I guess just try not to stress too much. Okay. Favorite teacher? Favorite subject? Favorite subject is chemistry. This is a controversial topic. I feel like teachers are going to get mad. <laughs> um, I'd say Mr. Rob. He's the chemistry teacher, but he's really nice. Okay. And have you established lifelong friends? Of course. Okay. I mean, keep, keep in touch. Yeah. Network. Okay. Jack? My biggest advice would just be to enjoy it. You're never going to get these moments back, and like everyone else is saying, you're going to establish a, a bunch of lifelong friends in high school. And you're going to want to stay in touch with most of these guys because you may not even see them after high school. Yeah, and make sure if nobody else takes the initiative, always have at least a five-year reunion forever. <laughs> yeah, at least a five-year I won't be taking care of that, but well, somebody, I might go. <laughs> might fall down. That's a must. Uh, we actually, I actually, uh, one year it was our, it's supposed to be our 45th high school reunion, and nobody took charge. So uh, we were in Florida one winter, and so we had a 47th high school reunion out here, and I had 107 people show up, and we had a we had a very very good reunion that year. Uh, but we always high school we've always had a five year reunion. And I think about, uh, up until COVID, about 20 years ago, we had a grade school reunion every year. And I had, uh, I organized our 70th grade school reunion a month ago or two. And we had, we, we didn't have a big crowd. <laughs> but we, we had a lot of fun. Uh, the survivors had a lot of fun. And it's it's uh, everybody ages differently, and just a little side, kind of a fun thing. Um, we're sitting around talking, and my wife was talking to a gal that I grew up with from first grade on, and she was sitting right next to her. I was sitting next to Mary, and then another buddy of mine was sitting next to me. So when we ordered food, uh, Mary said, uh, I wonder where my food is. I said, uh, Mary, did you order anything? She said, I think so. I said, no, I think you ordered another Chardonnay. <laughs> so anyway, I motioned for the waiter to come over, waitress to come over. So she said, what should I get? And Mary said, I don't care. Just." Just bring me some food. I don't, I don't care. So in the meantime, she was taking an order from my buddy Roger, who was sitting next to me. And I said, what, what'd you order, Roger? He said, hell, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> so so well, I, I wish I would have had a tape recorder because uh, there was only, I think, 11 of us. And I set up a, I set up a Zoom uh, uh, for... Uh, 
twin, a brother and a sister. The sister lived in Manhattan and the brother lived in Florida. So everybody could get on my computer and talk to them. But uh, it, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if we'll make it. I told them we better have one next year because I don't know who's going to be around for the 75th. Yeah. But anyway, um, if no one else, I know you're all anxious to get back to class. So any other comments or questions or no? So I'll tell you, we might as well wrap it up then. I want to thank you guys for being here. It's been an eye-opener. Uh, uh, the, first, the first group was great. You guys were great. Uh, good guests. Uh, I think it would be very informative. And uh, let's go out with the, uh, with the national anthem here. Again, I want to thank the seniors from BHS, Batesville High School, for being here. It's been a fun podcast, very informative. Um, and I, I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope my uh, listening audience besides Batesville uh, get something out of this because uh, remember our students today are our future for tomorrow. So. Anyway, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I'll talk to you on the next podcast.